This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 285. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned and any discount codes for our sponsors can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 285. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Okay, mamas, this is it. It's Thanksgiving week. It's also my birthday week. I mean, so many things to celebrate. But the biggest thing of all, this goes without saying. I mean, this is bigger than Thanksgiving and this is bigger than my birthday. Enrollment is opening for Momentum Mamas on Friday. So there will be a Black Friday Cyber Monday special. So basically for four days, Black Friday through Cyber Monday, enrollment will be open for Momentum Mamas at a special discounted rate. So this is going to be super amazing. I cannot wait. If you have been waiting to get into Momentum Mamas, if you have been waiting to claim your life or reclaim your life and be like, the buck stops here. I am ready to show up for myself. I'm ready to take charge of my life. I'm ready to work on myself and connect with other mamas and just kind of build myself up to the place that I really want to be rather than sitting in struggle or feeling stuck every day or feeling frustrated with your current circumstances. The time is now. So I want to share with you someone really special in Momentum Mamas. She's also going to be our Shameless Mom of the Week. So this is like a double whammy. So I'm going to tell you about Naomi because Naomi's a bit of a star pupil. Like Naomi is the Momentum Mama 
who loves a gold star for herself, and she is beyond worthy of it. So Naomi, congratulations. Shameless Mom of the Week. I actually think this is your second time getting Shameless Mom of the Week, if memory serves. But you deserve it because you show up like none other. And I am so proud of your shameless ways. So I want to just read to you what Naomi says about her time in Momentum Mamas, because I think it will speak to some of you who are looking for some momentum in your life. So this is what she says. I've worked with Sarah before in prior masterminds that were about six to eight weeks long, and they were fantastic. So I was really excited when Sarah said we would have an ongoing group coaching program and Momentum Mamas, where you could sign up for a whole year. Sign me up. Our first call was in August 2018, and one of our first exercises was to dream where we wanted to be one year from then in 2019. No goal was too big or too small. For me, I wanted more quality time with my husband because that is a component to a healthy and strong marriage. I wanted to not be always thinking about my weight, but to feel strong and healthy and confident. I wanted to have more money in my pocket and not feel like I didn't know where it was going. I wanted to have more fun and spontaneity in my life. I'm more than a wife and a mom and an employee. Fast forward to October and I've had the best month of all in 2018 in terms of health and wellness. I gave up wine and sweets for a month, gasp. I was planning on being more energetic and figuring out what would give me energy versus just counting calories. I started exercising for five minutes in the morning and by the end of the month, I was exercising for 30 minutes every morning and actually enjoying waking up earlier to do it. Now we're in November and my whole month has been planned that includes fun activities, weekly date nights with my husband, and I've saved about $400 a month from taking radical responsibility to track my spending and cancel subscriptions and things that were no longer serving me. But here is the magical part that I did not see coming. The other Momentum Mamas in the group here with me. When I actually meet them, not if, but when, I will be crying tears of joy. These ladies have become sisters, friends, accountability partners, helpers, cheerleaders, and sometimes you just need all those things in a safe place, right? Our Facebook group is life-giving. I've been able to share so many things and feelings that I never could have imagined sharing. I became a shameless mom two years ago in November 2016 when I found the podcast. I became a momentum mama three months ago and will continue to be a member of this group for as long as it's available. I can't wait to see what I accomplish and what other mamas accomplish in the coming year. Invest in yourself. You are so worth it. And I hope to see you with us soon. So thank you, Naomi. Oh, so good. And Naomi is someone who shows up and connects and she's like a cheerleader for everyone, but she also is willing to put in the hard work and be vulnerable. And it's such a joy to have you in the group, Naomi. So huge shout out to you. And also for everyone else considering Momentum Mamas, that gives you a little glimpse into what you can expect. Like you're going to be goal setting regularly and you're going to actually be meeting your goals. What a novel idea, right? And amazing things are going to happen as a result. And you're going to feel this sense of momentum and the sense of pride and a sense of growth in your life that you can't even probably really imagine while you're sitting here listening to this right now. So if you were interested in this at all, if you were thinking like, I need to check this out, I want to see what it's all about. All you need to do right now is get on the wait list. So go over to shamelessmom.com slash wait list and you can get on the wait list and you will get information via email throughout the week. So you'll know exactly what's coming your way and exactly when you can actually sign up and get in on the discounts over the four day weekend. So again, just go to shamelessmom.com forward slash wait list to get on that wait list and make sure that you get all the information as soon as it's available. All right. So now we're going to dive in. I am fired up about this conversation today. So I'm going to tell you, I am repurposing this 
episode from a talk I gave last week. So I had the opportunity to go in and talk to a group of moms who are in a group called Moms in Finance. And I got to go talk to them. We had a meeting in downtown Seattle in the Charles Schwab building, which felt super big and fancy for a non corporate kind of person like myself. Like just to give you a glimpse, like I wore heels for like three hours for this thing and like a silk blouse. I mean, I don't even know who I was. So I went in and it was amazing. And the conversation was really powerful. And what I did for that conversation is I took a handful of episodes and kind of melded them together. And what was mind blowing to me is that I covered like probably four episodes worth of content in like 30 minutes. I don't even know how I did it. I was a little worried. And maybe this happened. I was a little worried that like maybe I talked way too fast, which I probably did. But I covered a lot and I felt like it was very impactful. And I felt like I made a lot of really good, powerful connections for these moms. So I wanted to have this conversation with all of you as well. So some of the things I'm going to talk about today are things that you've heard me reference in the show before and in different episodes, but I'm going to partner these topics up together in new ways. And I think that it'll be really insightful for you. And also, I think it's really valuable to hear information multiple times in multiple contexts, because that's how we start to see like, oh yeah, that's where that fits into my life, or that's how I can apply it. So I think this is going to be really helpful no matter what. And I'm very excited to dive into this with you. And I have to tell you, you're going to want to write some things down. So part of this is going to be a little storytelling. And part of this is going to be like diving into content where you're going to want to take some notes. So if you're driving right now, just know that you're going to want to listen to this episode again when you can write a few things down. So the first thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about this concept of struggle, story, strength. And I started noticing this like pattern in my life probably, I don't know, six to nine months ago. And I actually did a whole episode called Turning Your Struggles into Strengths. And I will link to that in the show notes here. But I did a whole episode on that. And I realized in doing that episode, all the times in my life that I've turned a struggle into a strength. And I've taken something that's been really hard, really cumbersome, sometimes even crippling. And I have turned that around and turned it into a strength. And what I realized is The way that you get from struggle to strength is in reframing the story in your mind. So when you are stuck in a struggle, it's usually because you're stuck in a story that you're telling yourself and you don't know how to find your way out of that story or you don't know how to rewrite the ending to the story. So if you can rewrite the ending to the story, then you can work your way out of the story and have a different outcome, a more powerful outcome, an outcome that serves you better than staying in the place where you're stuck in the struggle. So I want to talk a little bit about how this worked out for me in motherhood. So many of you know, it took me two years to get pregnant. We went through all sorts of infertility stuff. And by the time we got pregnant, I was like, here we go. Like all the magic is about to happen. And then Vinny was born and not so much on the magic front like not even a little bit. And it was so hard, so overwhelming. Like the rainbows and the unicorns that I had expected just did not even begin to exist like in any realm at all. Like every day I was like, maybe today's the day. Is today the day where like, it's going to be amazing? Nope. Like Those days did not happen for a very long time, like years. This episode is supported by Nutrafol. 
Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, you are not alone. Thinning hair is normal, but it's not openly talked about, so it can feel lonely and frustrating and sometimes even embarrassing when you're going through it yourself. Join the over one million people who are doing something about their thinning hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over one million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Oh my gosh, I am a heavy shedder, so if you are a heavy shedder or if you are someone who's wanting to thicken your hair, I definitely want you to try out Nutrafol. I have loved using it myself and I know multiple other people who've used it and have found great results. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. To get started, you can take their hair quiz on Nutrafol.com, which will give you a personalized health plan based on your special root causes. Nutrafol is committed to helping you identify root causes of any shedding or hair loss so that you can really start to rebuild healthy hair in a way that is customized to you. So take the first steps to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SHAMELESS. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SHAMELESS. Nutrafol.com, code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. And especially in those early days when I was struggling through nursing, and for those of you who don't know the whole story, Vinny, because I had such low milk supply, Vinny was rapidly falling off the growth chart. So he was not gaining any weight. Like at three months old, he barely weighed 10 pounds. Like that was the milestone we were aiming for. We were aiming for 10 pounds. And I think he was like nine pounds and 14 ounces or something. Like 
It was not a good scene. And he basically went from like the 50th percentile in weight to like the third percentile and was, you know, borderline failure to thrive. And it was just ridiculously stressful for me. And very, very literally, clearly the like the most stressful time in my life. And so in conjunction with that, I had some other health issues. I had mastitis three times. My bladder was like falling out of my body. I had a cystocele. So every time I stood up, I like peed myself. I was just a complete disaster. And I was like, why was this my dream? Like, why did I think this was going to be awesome? Can someone please remind me? And then I had all these girlfriends who had three-year-olds and they were like, no, like just enjoy the snuggles. It gets better. And you know, the first year goes so fast. And I was like, this is not going fast. And I'm going to need to know like, what day does it get better? Is it going to get better by like next Wednesday at four? Or is it going to be like Sunday at two? Like, I need a guarantee on like what day this is going to happen and when this is going to actually get better because right now it all kind of sucks. So over the course of that first year, things felt really hard and really cumbersome in ways I never could have anticipated. And the main reason I think that was is because I had this expectation that I could kind of like just in all the files of my life, if you will, like if you have like your drawer of file folders, I was like, I can just add a little file when I have a baby, like a little file for the baby. And like, I'll have my work file and my marriage file and my friends file and my like self care file. And then I'll just like add a little one for the baby. Right. Well, no, that's not how it happens. Like the whole file cabinet becomes baby (laughs) and then might have like one folder for work and that's it. Like the baby takes up the whole thing. And I, no one told me that. And it took me a long time to wrap my head around that. And I spent a long time grieving my former life. Now, I also felt really weird about this and guilty about it because it had taken us so long to get pregnant. I felt like I'm not allowed to be upset about this because we worked so hard to get here and we had to make so many sacrifices and decisions. And like it was a long, hard, painful path So I don't really feel like I'm allowed to be disappointed in how this has turned out. Now, that's not to say I didn't love Vinny and find him to be like the most adorable thing ever. I absolutely loved him and was obsessed with him. But I also was really, really grieving my former life and kept expecting things to go back. I kept just thinking like, well, maybe next month it'll just go back to normal. And it never went back to normal because here I was like, my whole filing system was different and I was like refusing to reorganize the files. And so... This was a huge struggle for me. And it took that whole first year for me to finally realize at the end of that year. And I remember when Vinny started sleeping better, like right after he turned one, he started sleeping for, you know, really well through the night. He was a reasonably good sleeper, but like he stopped having like that 5 a.m. wake up. So I really felt like my sleep got back on track. And I remember thinking like, okay, like we've made it through the hardest stuff. And when I started getting better rest and he started being a little bit more independent, I use that word very loosely because one-year-olds are very minimally independent, but there was a few things like he could move independently, you know? So there was a few ways that he was gaining independence and he was able to communicate with like certain sounds or signing things like please and thank you and I want more and things like that. Like all those tiny, tiny steps of independence were definitely glimmers of hope for me. And I started crawling my way back to myself in that second year and in that third year, but it took some time and it really took me embracing the story that was connected to the struggle in order to me be conscientious of how I was going to write the ending to that story. So for that whole first year, I was really stuck in this story of like, 
my life isn't going back to the way that it was. And I don't know how to rectify that. And I was like definitely a little bitter about that and grieving my old life. And I was very stuck in that. I didn't know. I couldn't see the way out. And so when I finally decided, okay, like I need to reframe this and I need to build a life around this baby situation so that I can embrace it in a more positive way. And then I started to see things shifting a little bit. It was still very slow. It still took like another two years. Like none of this happened quickly for me. But by the time Vinny was three, I felt like, okay, I found my new self because I there's no going back after you have a baby. Like you don't go back to your own old self. So you build your new self. And I felt like I had done that, but I also felt like I was real slow. <laughs> like I feel like everyone else I knew was like, they rebuilt their identity and their selves. And like, we're all happy go lucky, like within three months of having their baby. And here it took me three years, but it was in that time that I was able to redefine who I was and what I stood for. And that's where I started to feel the disconnect between the community that I had built at the gym, because I had realized that I had built a fitness business around helping women and moms in particular shrink their bodies. And I had all these programs that were focused on weight loss and how women could get smaller and lose weight and lose belly fat. And I just realized after three years of motherhood, I was like, I can't have these conversations. Like my life's mission can't be to help women lose belly fat because that is so degrading and minimizing to any woman. And I want to help women learn how to take up space and how to live big and how to be big and how to have big conversations and how to be more bold and more brave. And that's the opposite of teaching women how to shrink their physical bodies. So my secondary struggle in this whole thing was like, now my business doesn't seem in alignment with my new core values and this new identity that I've built for myself. So then I had to figure that story out. And how was I going to rectify that story? So I was stuck there for a while in the struggle. And the outcome of that was I'm going to create a space where I can talk about helping women own their space, like find their power, have conversations about living bigger, bolder, braver lives, all those things. And that's how the podcast came to be. So my story of being stuck in motherhood became my strength And my story of being stuck in my business became my strength because in both of those situations, I took the place where I was stuck and I looked closely in depth at where I was, where I wanted to be and how I could work my way out of this area of stuckness into a place where I had power and into a place where I had control over the outcome. Because both of those were places where I did not feel like I had a lot of control over the outcome at different times. And I didn't know how to rectify that. So that's the path of struggle, story, strength. You're in the struggle, you feel stuck. And I want you to think about like, where's a struggle that you feel stuck in right now? And what's the story you're telling yourself that's making you stay there, that's not allowing you to work out of it or work your way forward and move into your strength based on the struggle you've endured. Now I want you to think about how can you rewrite that story? How can you change the ending? So I know, you know, I have a good friend going through a pretty messy divorce right now, but she's like, I've never been better because she was stuck in the struggle of this marriage for a pretty long time. 
And now that she sees where her life can be and the power that she can stand in in this new life and in this new place that she has control over and that she can rebuild and that she can build a new identity in, that feels amazing to her. So even though the struggle is hard and it's a lot of work and it's very uncomfortable and there's still a lot of obstacles to work through, she sees where she's going. And so she's not stuck in the struggle. She's moving into the strength because of the way she's putting parameters around her story. So I want you to be really aware of when you're in those places of stuckness, how are you moving toward a strength? Like what are the areas in your life that you let yourself stay stuck in? Take radical responsibility for that because we do this. We stay in jobs we're not happy with. We stay in marriages we're not happy with. We stay in relationships with our parents and extended family. We have them over for Thanksgiving, even though we can't stand them. Like where are these places where you feel super stuck and you're not taking radical responsibility to rewrite the ending to the story so that you actually find your strength in that story and come out of that struggle? So from there, I want to talk through a few different ways that you can start to do this. And these are things I've talked about on the podcast before, and I'm going to talk about them in the context of changing your stories and turning your struggles into strengths. So number one, give up perfectionism and be a quitter. So where can you stop being perfect in your life and let things be less perfect And you can outsource them, you can delegate, you can just quit them altogether. But like, where can you stop wearing your busy badge, doing every single thing, saying yes to so many things that you're inadvertently saying no to things that really matter? So for example, if I say yes to be the co-chair of the school auction and yes to every opportunity to volunteer in my kid's classroom and yes to doing all the grocery shopping for my family and yes to loading the dishwasher every night because my husband can't do it the right way and yes to folding all the clothes and putting them away in color-coordinated piles because I don't want the kids to have messy drawers. If I'm saying yes to all that, I'm probably saying no to quality time with my partner. I'm probably saying no to quality time with my kid. I'm probably saying no to taking advantage of opportunities to work my way up in my professional situation because I'm focusing on all these other things that probably aren't going to get me to where I want to go. And they've become distractions and they've become badges of honor, but they're not actually getting me toward anything that I want and anything that I really truly desire. So where can you be a quitter? Where can you say, no, I can't do that. No, I'm not doing that anymore. I can't share the auction. I can't be the room parent. I can't drive to every soccer practice. I can't do all the grocery shopping. Where can you ask your partner for support? Hey, could you do the dishes every night? Could you make the lunch three nights a week? Could you be in charge of dinner every Tuesday and Thursday? Where could you have your kids helping? Could your kids put away the silverware every time the dishwasher needs to be emptied? Like it might be a complete disaster, but does it really matter? Could your kids put their clean clothes in their drawers? Again, it might be a total disaster, but does it matter? So where can you let go of perfectionism and control so that you're not in charge of everything and you create space for your future. This is huge. When you start quitting things and you stop saying yes to everything, you create space for your future. And when you create space for your future, that's when you get to find those strengths. That's where you get to work your way out of the struggle, change the ending to the story, and live in that new place that's more powerful. So I let Vinny put his clothes in his drawers. Nothing makes me happier than clothes perfectly folded in cute little piles. Vinny's drawers are always a complete disaster. Like I'm cringing sitting here. 
it's such a mess. And every time I'm like, I fold the pasta, I'm like, here, go put this in your drawer. Like carefully. I don't even know what he does. I don't know what he does between like carrying the pile carefully to the drawer and getting it in the drawer. But like nothing's actually folded anymore by the time it gets in the drawer. And I don't understand how it happens. And also by letting him do that in his very perfectly imperfect way, I have more time for him to read me stories at night. And so I get to witness my child becoming a reader. Oh my God, that is so much more powerful. So our quality time right now is not me like perfecting his clothes in his drawers. Our quality time is him reading to me, which is so awesome. And he gets so pumped up and excited about it. And it is so much fun. So that's the trade-off. So look at what your perfectionism is costing you and look at what your yeses are costing you. Look at the places that you are hiding by taking on trivial tasks. If you are insisting that you have to do all the grocery shopping because like only you can pick out the best apples, what are you giving up? Are you missing your kid's basketball game? Are you missing out on an opportunity to like writing your first book for an hour every day? What are you saying no to every time you say yes to these things that you think need to be done a certain way and you just can't let go of that control? So I want you to think about where you can be a quitter. The next thing I want you to do is live more unapologetically and stop saying sorry. So I can't remember if I've used this example before on the show. I think I did shortly after it happened. I was on a plane a few months ago and I was sitting in a window seat. There was another woman sitting in the aisle seat and the woman who came to sit in the middle seat, as she came in to sit between the other woman and I, she apologized like 87 times. Like the whole time she's coming into the our row and getting situated, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, no worries, no problem. Like, I didn't think anything of it at first. And by the time our plane landed, oh, my gosh, I was like livid. I came home and I told my husband, I was like, he was like, are you okay? I said, no, honestly, I'm not. This woman apologized like 87 times for existing and for taking up space. And I'm so done. I'm so done with women apologizing for existing. This episode is supported by Air Doctor. You probably don't know that Americans take in about 20,000 breaths per day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause upper respiratory symptoms like sneezing, coughing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I am so excited that we just got our own Air Doctor for our house, and we will have it all up and running and ready to go in time for all the things that come with spring weather, but also smoke season, which is just around the corner for those of us in the Pacific Northwest. And I know many of you across the country. So here's how you can get your own Air Doctor. First of all, Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS and you'll receive up to $300 off of air purifiers. Exclusive to our podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro, A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS. That's airdoctorpro.com, code SHAMELESS. 
This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. It's not cool. Like, it's so inappropriate. It is so minimizing to, like, all women worldwide, and it makes me crazy. So... And I already had noticed like how women apologize all the time, but I started noticing all the context. Like how many times do we start off a conversation with, oh, I'm really sorry, but I just have a question. How many times do we say to someone, sorry, could I just have a minute of your time? When we bump into someone in a grocery line, instead of saying, oh, excuse me, do we say, oh, I'm sorry. Like I catch myself doing this. What's hilarious is I used this example in my talk the other day. And then after the talk, I was walking down the street with someone who was in the talk and I bumped my purse into a pedestrian walking by. And instead of saying, excuse me, I said, oh, sorry. And she like nudged me. She's like, you just did it. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I totally am guilty too. And I feel like I try so hard to never apologize. So I'm not perfect at this, but I'm trying really hard to be conscientious of it. And I will tell you, it's gotten like so much better. I've gotten very, very conditioned to being intentional with my apologies and really trying to only say sorry if I have hurt someone physically or emotionally. But I do not apologize for taking up someone's time. I do not apologize for having a question. I don't apologize for inserting myself into a conversation. I don't apologize for bumping into someone. I try not to. I try to say thank you. I try to say excuse me. I try to just approach it with gratitude and with grace and with graciousness. So where can you stop apologizing and start taking up space? Because here's the thing. Every time you apologize, you make yourself look smaller to the person you're apologizing to, and you make yourself look small to yourself. And over time, you will make yourself tiny in your own eyes if you are constantly apologizing for everything. So where can you stop saying sorry in your life? So moving forward, I want you to stop apologizing for having a question, for having an opinion, for having a need. I want you to stop apologizing for taking up space for going after a dream. Don't apologize for asking for a raise or going for a promotion. Stop apologizing and act like you deserve to take up space. Create the space for yourself to walk in your power and to own everything that you deserve and to own the space that you take up. Fill that space up with your power every single time you walk into a room, every single time you use your voice. So next, I want you to use your phrases of freedom. 
So I did a whole episode on phrases of freedom, the seven phrases of freedom, which I will link to in the show notes here. But the ones I want to really focus on right here, which I already mentioned a couple of them. Thank you. Where can you stop saying sorry and start saying thank you? If someone holds a door open for you, instead of saying sorry as you hustle through the door, say thank you. When someone waits for you and you're running five, 10 minutes late, instead of saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, say thank you so much for waiting for me. I really appreciate you. So where can you be more gracious? Thank you is a powerful phrase of freedom. I appreciate you. Another powerful phrase of freedom. Rather than making yourself look small in front of someone, make yourself look big by being grateful for that person. The other phrases of freedom I want you to use, no. So no is a complete sentence, but I know a lot of you are not comfortable having no explanation behind your no. So you can say no, period. I can't make that work or no, that doesn't work for me right now. But don't, a phrase of freedom is not multiple paragraphs along. So don't turn your phrase into a lengthy explanation because you feel like you owe someone a reason for having to say no. So for example, if a girlfriend asks you to go get drinks tomorrow night and for whatever reason, like either you already have plans or you just don't want to go. You're like, no, like I really want to go home and put on my pajamas tomorrow night. Then instead of being super apologetic or saying, well, I can't do it because I have these 13 things to do. And then the kids need this and blah, blah, blah. Like making up this long excuse and which is sometimes half white lies instead just saying, no, that's not going to work for me. And if you want to offer something in return, which you don't have to do that, but you could say that doesn't work for me, but how about next Wednesday at four? So you could offer an alternative if you want, but you don't have to do that. So going back to something like Thanksgiving, if someone has expectations of you and you don't want to meet those expectations, you can just say, no, that doesn't work for us this year. You don't have to give more of an explanation than that. You can opt to give another option, but you don't need to give an explanation. There's a difference. So no, we can't make it to Thanksgiving, but we would love to see you on the following Sunday for brunch. Are you available? So notice the difference there. That's not like, well, we can't make it on Thanksgiving because we have this and that and the other thing. And then the kids have to get home for a nap and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, 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 we can't make it. How about brunch on Sunday? Or just no, we can't make it this year. Like you choose, but keep it super simple. And then lastly, I want you to identify your routines. The biggest place for me to have space to turn my struggles into strengths was my ability to redefine my self-care and then use that self-care time to build more insight into the stories I was telling myself. So the way that I did that was I changed up my morning routine. That was like a big way. And I also started walking and listening to podcasts and doing a lot more personal development work. So my morning routine, instead of just getting up and working out in the morning, I started getting up and journaling. Now I write affirmations. I've started incorporating goddess cards, which is something like a whole new thing I'll talk about soon. I'm like still figuring it out. It's kind of funny. I'm like laughing at myself that I'm doing this. Like I'm sending my kid to Catholic school and now I'm like doing goddess cards in the morning. I don't even know who I am. And also those things are like completely conflicting. Like if you're a Catholic, I'm sure like, I'm sure this is considering like worshiping false deities or something. I don't even know. Like my son might get kicked out of Catholic school because I'm doing goddess cards in the morning. So like if you're at our school, just don't even tell anyone. But I started changing up my self-care routines. It was able to create that space to shift my stories and to get some insight into where my stories were keeping me stuck and how I could rewrite them. And a lot of that came through reading personal development books, through reading autobiographies of other amazing badass women. So if you have my book list, which you have, if you're on my email list, you should have my book list. And if you don't have that, you can get it. You can just go over to 
shamelessmom.com forward slash newsletter. And that will get you on my email list and get you my book list. So in going through those books and taking that time for additional self-care and journaling and all those kinds of things, I was able to get way more insightful about where I was, what was keeping me stuck, where I wanted to go and how I could rewrite my stories to get there. So what does your morning routine look like? And maybe this is your evening routine too, but what does it look like? Are you getting up before your kids? Are you doing something other than turning your phone on first thing in the morning? Are you making time for movement? Are you making time for like identifying what do you want to accomplish during that day? Are you getting up without hitting snooze? Are you taking time to take a few deep breaths? Are you starting off your day without getting on social media? Are you starting off your day in a proactive versus reactive way? So if you are waking up first thing in the morning to a small child in your face, or you're waking up first thing in the morning to turn over and look at your phone, you are starting off in a reactive place. So how can you flip the script on that? Could you get up 15 minutes before your kid? Could you get up and not look at your phone? So consider how you can flip the script because when you do that, when you change up those routines, that's where you're going to make space for putting other things in your head and create the space for framing your days in positive, powerful, purposeful ways, which is really going to give you that space to change the outcomes in the stories that you're telling yourself about your struggles. So there you have it. Lots of information packed in there. I hope this was helpful. I'm going to link to multiple other episodes in here because I referenced lots of concepts that I've talked to on a greater level. So if you want more information, make sure you pop over to shamelessmom.com and click on episode 285 to get all the links. And then I will also include links over in the show notes to get you over to the Momentum Mamas waitlist. So again, that's over at shamelessmom.com forward slash waitlist. But I'll have that all linked up in the show notes as well. So this will be some meaty show notes for you, jam-packed with other resources. So I hope this was helpful. And also it's Thanksgiving week and I just want to tell you how flipping grateful I am for you and for this community and how impactful you all have been to me, especially in this last year as I've gone full-fledged, full-time into the show and hit a million downloads and we're going to hit 300 episodes soon. Like, I can't tell you how meaningful it is to me and I would be nowhere without all of you. So for all of you who share the love on the show, spread the word, write reviews, like all that stuff. I love you. I adore you. I would be nothing without you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. 
Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.